boys and girls. Welcome to episode 105 of a wild podcast has appeared. The official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, and as always, joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. Hello. I'd like to know who listening can basically do our intro by heart by now. Because... I keep it unchanged. <laughs> <laughs> Consistency is really the just key go. Here. I just go like red light goes on. And it's like boom, boom, boom. I am uh, here. <laughs> right. Thank you. Hopper is physically present. <laughs> uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. This is a show obviously all about Pokemon. Uh, the good, the bad, the weird, uh, the whatever. If it's got a Pokemon, if it's about Pokemon, we're talking about it basically. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, have a good show for you today. Uh, we're obviously going to go talk a little bit more about Pokemon Snap. Uh, mm-hmm. Go go through some some guides. Got some questions from uh, from you know from folks on uh, you know how to find certain things, and and we've got all those answers uh, for you here. Uh, talk a little bit about Pokemon Go today, and then uh, some odds and ends here and there in between. So why don't we just? jump right into it yeah uh build a bear is finally getting their first uh galar starter pokemon to add to their collection score bunny is coming to to build a bear which is a uh, fun and exciting it's a pretty cool looking one yeah no i think this one's an obvious one i have no idea what like the timeline is on like you know uh you i mean jim you used to like skin build a bears for a living or something dark like would- that Fill the, um, you fill the skins. Okay, yeah. So, fill, you know, fill. you used to, like, wear Build-A-Bear skins. Um, so you probably can answer this better. But, you know, like, I, I don't understand why they didn't, like, put this out two years ago. Uh, it feels like such a obvious missed opportunity there. Like, I don't know what the licensing agreements for, for uh, the Build-A-Bear is. But, you know, like, Score Bunny is clear, s- still very popular. But I mean, for crying out loud, even in the U.S. anime, uh, Scorpony has come and gone. Uh, you know, yeah. basically, <laughs> he's just showing up in uh, Snap. You know, that's that's yeah. basically it. You know, his time has passed. Yeah, the times right. times are times are a little weird on these. I can only imagine. You know, and this is not necessarily uh, you know nothing truly inside, but like I would imagine, this is just kind of like how licensing works, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. Some people get, you know, information like new Pokemon and stuff like that under embargo, and I'm sure can start doing product development and testing and all that jazz. But all that stuff inevitably has to get like approved and whatnot. And so I would not be surprised if this may be a COVID related kind of delay, uh, maybe something we would have gotten uh, last year if uh, if anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but also too like the the Pokemon line at Build-A-Bear is much um, is a lot more robust now than it even was, you know, I would say back when even Sword and Shield, you know, started, right? And so Mm -hmm. you need to get out, you need to get out your your perennial favorites, you're the ones that you know are going to be hits, uh, and then and then, you know, turn your attention to, I mean, it's not like Score Bunny's going anywhere. Yeah, Um, no, that's true. We're at least another I don't know. I I think at this point we're at least another full year and a half 
out until maybe we switch over to the next generation. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, they, like they're them going with Score Bunny before even looking at some of the other starters. You know, even from other gens, right? Like, just because they like, yeah, no, they want to, they definitely want to be as up to date as possible. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see if we get, you know, uh, some of the other starters when some of the other games come out, right? Like when the, uh, well, we already have, we already have, I, we already have Piplup, so you know, I guess we do we have could, Piplup. I forgot about Piplup. Yes, yeah, so I guess we My could sweet, get a sweet Piplup. You know, I guess we could get like a Chimchar. Uh, Turtwig would be a weird one to do. You know, like outside of Bulbasaur. I, I mean, yeah, I guess they, they've done they like really do those like four legged. Well, uh, yeah, no, you're right. I was about to say they've done Eevee and stuff like that, but you know, um, the Turtwigs. You know, they, it's a little bit of a different different body type than those Eevees. Um, so, you know, uh, that's kind of like why I'm curious, like, okay, like rookies, obviously, you know, gotta be coming here soon, but will we see a Sobble? Cause Sobble's got those like wimpy little limbs that aren't really (laughs) conducive to, you know, being jammed full of stuffing. Um, so yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'd I'd love to see a Rowlet one. Rowlet would be. Just all freaking adorable. I mean, they've I mean, got the I'm body because they I'm did it for, for Glarian Ponyta. That's what oh, I'm waiting for. Glarian Ponyta. Yeah. That would speak. I mean, obviously, it's like again at the demographic. I mean, obviously, for Build a Bear people like me, oh, <laughs> like collectors and kids. For Galarian, yeah. Galarian so, like, Ponyta. I mean, I want it because the Pokemon and also Glarian Ponyta is cute. But like little kids coming in who see that like glittery like glittery iridescent stuff even if they're not necessarily a fan of pokemon like that would be a really great way to kind of be like oh this thing's really cute and then that's like an entry point so if they're not considering galarian ponyta i would like to formally pitch <laughs> that uh to the build-a-bear company for licensing if you haven't done that already uh let me just give you that little piece of hint <laughs> yeah no absolutely that that would be a great one uh, for for sure, I'm actually kind of shocked that they haven't figured out uh, a way to do Mew um, in Build a Bear form because I feel like that's just like have they not done a Mew Build a Bear? They have not done Mew. Man, that that's that is a one. missed opportunity, right? Yeah, no, I'm, I I just uh, wait. No, they they do. They have what? Yeah, I knew you're. God, Jim! No so way! Full of it. Yeah. Where did they do? When did they do that? Twenty twenty. I was about to say, like uh, they absolutely have done Mew. Uh, no. Yes. Yes. Hang on. I'm. I'm going well, to. Really miss that. I'm, I'm sending a link in private chat right now. No, we uh, did. Oh, be embarrassed. It is not. It is Man, not good at all, Jim. Like you know, for a self-professed like wearer of Build a Bear skins, you know nothing about that company. Like, I don't know how I, I don't know how I missed this one. I'm really God. getting uncomfortable with all the discussion of Build a Bear skins here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I ever since oh wow, and it came one. with a Master Ball hoodie and everything. Look at now. that. Oh yeah, I remember what you're. Okay, I'm with well, you. I'm tracking. Uh, I understand now. Okay. It's I will cute, say, though. I will say in Jim's defense that it came out during the COVID times. So you right. know, who knows what the came dark out times then. were really. You know, <laughs> we're going maybe to they'll discover. have to do a re-release. They'll have to do a re-release. <laughs> Be like, just, just market hey, it. Just market yeah, I'm it sorry. As if it was new. I'm trying yeah, to they find re- a picture. They legitimately for will have to. It was such a dark. It's been such a dark period of our. <laughs> just collective like cultural history that anything Build-A-Bear has done since COVID uh, pandemic was officially, you know, 
coined, I have no idea at all. I'm lucky I knew about Score Bunny and the the Animal Crossing build a bears that they did. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That, yeah, the ones that are impossible to find, uh, basically the Animal Crossing ones are impossible to and get. And they sell for like $200 secondhand, and I'm like, Jeez. man, y'all. Yeah. That's like Pokemon it's- card money right there. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's like, you know, like-, like I've bought one pack of Battle Styles Pokemon cards, I'm going to flip it on eBay for $200. Um, you know, it's funny, My uh, one of my neighbors, uh, she turned eight uh last weekend she had a pokemon themed birthday party so i have a piece of ash's head uh waiting to be eaten uh downstairs for after this podcast of all the things i expected you to say after the idea of a pokemon (laughs) birthday party it was not the fact that you had to eat ash's head later yep i was about to say poor misty and brock were already gone uh all that was left was like togepi and like you know most of ash so i i ended up with a piece of ash's head to take home with me well Uh, so what great parents. When I had my Pokemon birthday party when I was a young kid, we uh, just had a bunch of Pokeball cupcakes. Those were excellent. Oh, I will well, say, I mean, anyone, if anyone out there is wanting to play in a Pokemon birthday, please hit me up on Twitter. I have a bunch of excellent ideas. I, <laughs> but uh, Pokeball cupcakes you can never go wrong with. They they also had uh, Pokemon instant tattoos, which is funny because my, my wife keeps like asking like when I'm going to get a tattoo. She's really into tattoos. And mm. um she keeps asking me when I'm going to get a tattoo. And like my the running joke has been like, oh, yeah, I'll get a tattoo. It's going to be a Bulbasaur. And, you know, um, they now I can get a Bulbasaur tattoo. I can test it out because um, mm-hmm. I have eight of them um, to to try out. You can test out <laughs> what locations are best. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's going to be yeah. a really, really solid moment. But yeah, hey. <laughs> Pokemon tattoos, man. I mean, hey, I've seen plenty of them in my lifetime. Yeah, no, I mean, they're 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 popular. Some of them are way way too impressive. It's like you know, like yeah, check out my Charizard like arm sleeve. It's like mm-hmm. okay, that's that's really freaking cool. Um, anyways, uh, do we right. have an image of the? Uh, of, I don't know. I, I I shot it over to Rich. Rich, you let me know if we're we're able to throw it up. We'll give you a second to to toss it there so everyone can see Mew. We may need more time if that's the case. Well, you know, we can we can move on and talk about yeah, we'll move know, on. Our, we'll... our other favorite conversation. Uh, Always. The Pokemon anime. Uh, yeah, oh. Pokemon anime, obviously. Uh, if you haven't heard, we were right <laughs> again. Just as our podcast is just consistently correct with our predictions. Uh, basically, Netflix, if you will remember, like a couple uh, months ago, basically said that they were putting out the last batch of episodes of Pokemon Journeys and everyone panicked because they were like, oh my God, where's the show going to go next? Is it leaving Netflix, etc.? Well, that's not the case. We were correct. Basically, Netflix is just rebranding the next kind of set of episodes into Pokemon Master Journeys. Uh, So those will be kind of the new episodes um, that Japan has been going through under the same name of Pokemon Journeys. Uh, Netflix is just kind of rebranding it into a second half of the series and it'll kind of be more focused on like the Pokemon Master Journey that uh, Ash has been going on through the league, becoming a champion, etc, etc. So I wonder why they do that. Well, one one quick clarification. It's the Pokemon Company rebranded the new season. Mm-hmm. Netflix has not said a word about Pokemon Master Journeys. In fact, in the initial like PR and stuff like that, when Pokemon Journeys got announced, they're like, it's coming to Netflix. Like, you know, Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. Nowhere in, po- in the new one. Oh, are you saying it mention. may come back somewhere else? Uh, I doubt it, but, yeah. you know... Um, <laughs> 
you know, it's just one of those like things. It's it mm-hmm. was really weird, like you know, because like you know, Netflix didn't mention anything about it when like Pokemon did their big like marketing blitz on Friday about Pokemon Master Journeys. Like, mm-hmm. not a word mm-hmm. was said on their whatever that Netflix geeked account that they put all their genre uh, mm-hmm. marketing into. So yeah, I couldn't uh, unless unless like someone said something over the weekend. Um, you know, we 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 have not received confirmation that it's coming to uh, Netflix yet. It's coming to Netflix. Like, let's be clear. Yeah. I do not think that they would, you know, like halfway through the series, they would suddenly like, I don't know. I, I don't even know who's buying up like content right now. Like unless mm-hmm. like, you know, like, I don't know, Amazon Prime made the hell of an offer or something like that. Because, you know, that, that's the thing. It's like, you know, we're Power Rangers is moving from like Nickelodeon over to Netflix. So like yeah. I, I if, if Power Rangers is ha- hopping on there, then obviously Pokemon's got to got to be keeping. Mm-hmm. On. But yeah, just a, just a weird little like side note about that. That was the that was like the weird. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. My biggest thing is I think maybe Netflix isn't trying to compete with some of its other animes that are coming out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, it was kind of strange. I did. I did expect to see something from the geeked account because yeah, that was definitely, especially with its recent rebranding. If you're familiar with that page on Twitter, uh, you expected to see something about it. Um, clearly I don't expect it to move. I feel like if that was going to be a situation that probably would have been announced with this big kind of rebranding blitz from the Pokemon company. Um, but yeah, basically, kind of, we're just kind of like standing still waiting for more information to come through. Uh, but over in Japan, I mean, in the chats for the for Twitch right now for the podcast, everyone's talking about the latest episode in Japan. Obviously, uh, kind of soft spoiler alert. We won't go into anything too intense right now. But uh, this was the week that Iris showed back up in the anime, did confirm that she is the new Unova champion. So she is definitely kind of still her fun sprite little self uh she had an excellent battle with ash um i won't say necessarily who wins but you can probably figure it out um (laughs) you just you can probably just guess um but it was actually such a really good episode like the the animation the battle the fighting all the nice little unova throwbacks uh obviously it was so nice to see dragonite um kind of come back uh from the unova region haven't seen um Iris's little little buddy in a while, but it was a really great episode. It's definitely set up um, a nice little nostalgia tip coming forward for the return of Gary and the kind of new uh, search for Mew arc that's coming forward. So is, I'm excited. Is Iris's Dragonite still a putz? Because that was like it's, uh, that, it was it was like it was like the first like jerkball Dragonite we'd ever like seen. That was like the the that Dragonite's like big story arc was that mm-hmm. you know iris's dragonite was a big jerk and how is iris <laughs> going to handle that so is yeah. it still a jerk or has it I mean, like mellowed definitely kind of seems like a little sundere like oh. he's a little bit like <laughs> kind of like cold on the outside but just like a big you know lovable meathead on the inside definitely still kind of a competitive spirit um and especially so once a uh, dragonite learns that ash has his own dragonite he gets real fired up um but definitely doesn't seem as like intentionally malicious anymore <laughs> um iris seems to have definitely gotten a nice little little handled together with her pokemon so um definitely a great episode it was really nice to see i'm excited to see it in english um just to kind of see that that reaction and the the um interaction between the two because ash is like geeking out the entire time um he's like oh my god and it's like funny because that's how audiences felt um 
So yeah, this is a really great episode. I'm excited to see where Pokemon Master Journeys takes this uh, moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. All right. Well, with that, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back in 60 seconds to talk about uh, the Pokemon Go community date we have all been waiting for and more Pokemon Snap uh, tips and tricks for you. We'll be back in 60 seconds. All right. Okay. For everyone watching uh, Twitch live right now, we're going to pull up that Mew uh, shot. Richard's got it ready. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Not Look at that not thing. That cute. That's not that Man. cute. The portion this seems a little off. Tail's definitely too short. Yeah. Got, got some weird things happening. So, you know, we'll talk more about Mew's general body shape and the choices that were, you know, made there later in the show um a preview of sorts for maybe for the pokemon fact of the week all right Mm -hmm. yeah anyways Uh, let's anyway uh, so that was that was me it was a little weird i also too like when did they really start leaning into and i guess it's been for a while now but i feel like they've really started leaning into pink mew i just felt like Mew was always a bit more white or a very, very light pink. And like recently you see him a lot and where like he has just gotten pinker and pinker. I mean, to me, it always seemed more like it was like a pinkish lilac because like Mew, Mewtwo, Mewtwo is obviously yeah. quite purple. Uh, and they, I, that's, I mean, that's how I always visioned it, especially with the anime. And now recently it's just like, no, pink Mew. Mew yeah, must I mean, be Mew- pink. Mew has always been pink, so I'm taking a look at the, uh, you know, sprites now. Uh, you know, basically post-Gen 1, uh, you know, like uh, Gen 2 Mew, you know, used like, you know, pink, uh, like uh, kind of like shading. Uh, mm-hmm. Ruby and Sapphire was the first one that really was like, no, Mew has pink skin. So, you know, uh, for Gen 2, you know, on the Game Boy Color, it was a little bit more ambiguous. Um, but it's always been, you know, the basically since Gen three, it's it's been pink. Well, pink, yeah, pink, I pink, mean, pink, pink. for I mean, but okay, yes, but I mean more in like outside of the games because because the early games you're only you know permitted X amount of colors or whatever. But like in the movies, he's no, he's not that pink. Yeah, no, like in in the original movie and in Pokemon in the first Pokemon Snap, he is very much like he's got that white shading. Um, even even in like you know I'm I'm taking a look at some like the stuff you know some like the spinoff games and stuff like um, you know Super Smash Bros Brawl he's still got that whitish mm-hmm. uh, look to him um, let's see I'm I'm trying to like find other stuff uh, he's pinkish in Poke Park uh, Pokemon Rumble he's you know more whitish Pokemon Mystery Dungeon he's pink uh, Pokemon Pinball he's pink. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's 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 a mix. Uh, it, it really is. I'm going to say this because I know he's he's probably not watching live, but is listening. Uh, Ace Trainer just invited me to uh, a Xerneas raid. Can't do it right now, man. But yeah, no, can't do it right now. <laughs> can't do it right now, but uh, it might be later. Uh, anyway, uh, let's uh, speaking of Pokemon Go, let's talk about the gibble community day yes gibble is coming 
They have heard your pleas after two years <laughs> of ignoring you. Gibble shall come. I believe the date is June 6th, if I remember. It's like, uh, it's really early in the month. Uh, yeah, I think it is June 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we know nothing else, just that Gibble is coming. Thank God he's here at last. Uh, you know, <laughs> okay, but whenever they whenever they do community days like this, that you know have a Pokemon uh, that obviously people want, but like this could fundamentally change, you know, kind of the way people play competitively, right? Like it's just one of those things where not a you know not a ton of people either have. Uh, I mean, you're gonna say like I know a ton of people have, but like mm-hmm. the right, but like the right one, the best one for competition. This is an opportunity for them to get that, and by doing so, it you know you put more out into the pool, and so it's just it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that effect transfers uh, over. So Garchomp is it, you know. If I recall correctly, and you know, um, I, I mainly screw around in Great League. So, you know, uh, which which Garchomp is not a really viable Pokemon in there. I believe he's a good Pokemon in Master League. I mean, the thing is, you know, he's good in, you know, battles and, you know, he's good in gym battles. He's good in raids. Yeah, I thought he was in, you know, you know, good in, um, you know, Masters. Um, like, uh, so, you know, he's depending on the move, maybe he'll be a little bit more more viable um you know in competitive i mean the big thing is is so you know the story of the gibble community day dates back to 2019 like you know gibble is i mean it's said i'm i'm serious like gibble gibble is a pseudo legendary line uh you know garchomp is one of the pseudo legendary pokemon uh it used to be that those pokemon were um you know, that those Pokemon were all but guaranteed to eventually get a community day. You know, Dratini got one, Larvitar got one. Um, and then, uh, you know, in 2019, they started kind of like pulling back because, you know, Gibble and Dino and Pokemon like that um, are, um, you know, they, they wanted to make them more rare. And, you know, so in 2019, uh, they added Shiny Gibble. Gibble is still a hard to get Pokemon. Um, you know, your best chance of finding Gibble is usually through eggs. Um, if you're yep. lo- very lucky, you can find it in the wild. You know, getting a shiny Gibble is even harder uh, to find. And people were pretty annoyed about that. Like, you know, um, you know, that that's the thing. It's like that shiny, you know, uh, it was kind of just assumed that we would eventually get access to this Pokemon via Community Day. And they mm-hmm. held out for a super long time. Um <laughs> And so, uh, you know, some people are annoyed at this point because, you know, they worked really hard to get that shiny gibble and now it's going out to everybody. But, you know, uh, quite frankly, as, as someone who, you know, I have a shiny Garchomp in like, uh, you know, Pokemon Home. Like I've had that since Pokemon X and Y, I think. Like, you know, so I've, I've, I've been running around, you know, like I worked hard for that shiny Garchomp. And I'm a okay with this. Like, you know, like, you know, like, I think that like some of the people who get really mad when a shiny gets made widely available through uh, community days, you know, I, I think that's really like overblown to be a hundred percent honest. There, there are like hundreds of shiny Pokemon in this game. Um, you know, not all of them is going to, um, 
you know, not not all of them have to be super rare. Um, so I'm glad like, you know, like I, I have a Garchomp in Pokemon Go. It took me for freaking ever. Like, you know, I finally got a Gibble through an egg. I had to go and get a bunch of, you know, walk a ton to get the candies needed to evolve, uh, evolve them. Um, and it's just. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I'm glad they're doing it. It took a year too long. It's just because because mm-hmm. Garchomp is just like one of those shinies that is only slightly different from its normal. Now, like, check out Mega Garchomp. Power. Check out Mega Garchomp. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Nope. There's a difference. Yeah. That's that's the uh that that is where you get to get to be the cool ones. It's kind of like uh Mega it's kind of like Mega it's kind of like Gengar. Like shiny Gengar looks almost identical. Well, almost nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you see like Mega Gengar and it's like white instead of that dark purple. Yeah. Um you know, so uh, like I said, I'm 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 very glad that they're doing this. This is a community day that the fans have wanted. Um, I do think that Pokemon Go is trying to um, do better with their community days. The 2020 community days were trash. Uh, that's yes. just 100% honest. Um, uh, they they were. I mean, not I did, very I did get my I did get my Charizard, so I'll take Can, that. Yeah, like five years <laughs> after everyone else. Um, uh, you know, like it, it was, yeah, it, it was not, uh, so, so they, they seem to be actively doing better, like either finding Pokemon that players actually want, uh, yeah. Swablu is one, like I know, like a lot of people are kind of like, uh, Swablu, but you know, if you're, if you're do- going, still doing that shiny Mew quest or if That's you, me. um, you know, uh, that you'll make some progress, although it's not a dragon, it's just a normal flying in its base form. Um, so never mind on that. But you know, uh if you know, Altaria is a good Pokemon to have. Um you know, uh and yeah, and now Gar Gibble is something that players have wanted for a long time. You know, not all of them are hits, but I think the last few months have been better than previously. Like, you know, I, I Fletchling was a good one. Um, mm-hmm. you know, new I think that community days moving forward neither need to be either new shinies, rare Pokemon, starter Pokemon, or, you know, competitively viable Pokemon. So Mm -hmm. for sure. I dig it. Uh, All right. Let's talk about Pokemon Snap. Continuing our continued coverage of Pokemon Snap. Uh, uh, Today, we'll probably talk a bit more uh, about the Foundry Jungle and Elsewhere Forest. Uh, and, uh, and just kind of see where it goes from there. Each of them obviously have uh, their their perks and their little secrets or whatever. Christian, which one do you think is the is the hardest thing to find? The secret yeah. third route. The secret third route in Funja Jungle. That yeah, one yeah. still don't have it. Um, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's a hard one to get. Um, mm-hmm. Is is the thing is like you? It's you know only at night. Um, you basically have to hassle specific Lyperd, um, and then a Lyperd attacks you. And Love I'm it. still not 100% sure what the point of it is. Like, uh, you get a couple of good angles on some Pokemon, but like, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird. It's it. I, I love it. Like it, it took me forever to figure out how to consistently do it because it would happen at random for me. Like I was trying to do the trying to figure out how to find Mew. And I accidentally unlocked it. And then for like a week, I could not figure out like how to get it like again. And so I'm like just chucking 
everything <laughs> and everyone. Uh, and then I finally figured it out. So the secret route. So there's there's two pretty hard, like hard to get routes, both of which involve uh, Lyperd. Um, the 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 secret the third route that I'm talking about is the ruins route. So basically, um, as you go down the uh, main jungle path, so you don't branch off into the jungle or into the swamp. You stick to the main route. You can only access this at night. Uh, eventually, you'll come across some like sleeping leopard, and um, there will be a leopard that is up on um, a um, up up on like the rocks, like kind of like on a cliff, and you have to hit it with a uh, Illumina orb. Um, so that's step one, um, and you'll know that you got the right one because it stays glowing. Then, when you get to the big tree, you'll see a leopard at the top. And you'll have to hit it with at least two aluminum orbs. And then that Lipard will jump down, attack your pod, and knock you to the uh, river below. Um, and then you'll kind of get an alternate view. So it's a good way that if you're doing the lady, trying to get the lady in four star pose, it's a really good way of doing that. There are some Pokemon down there, like you can get an up close look at Sobble. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's a that's a really you know, it, it's it's tricky. Like, uh, like a lot of people did not find it for like several days. Like, you know, like none of the it was crack me up. Like, um, none of the guides. Like when the game came out, none of the guides had any mention of it on there. So, like, it was genuinely hard to find. Um, I so, mean, yeah. just just listening to you explain it has me like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been trying to figure out that route for a while, and like my issue is my aim is so bad with the first Lyperd in that discussion. <laughs> like, I can get the one on the tree super easily. I mean, you're like yeah. right there with him, but the other one, I'm just not great at it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a tricky it's a tricky one to get. Like I said, the big thing was was for a while you didn't know how to like trigger it. Because it's because mm-hmm. it, it, you know there are a few routes that you have to unlock um, every time, um, like that, that that you have to like basically keep doing over and over again. Like some will automatically unlock and then they stay unlocked, but some like that, like the ruins route and the waterfowl route, is the other one. The waterfowl route it takes me off that you have to do it every time. Um, <laughs> Uh, but you know, some of those you just have to do over and over and over again. And, you know, it kind of sucks because like, uh, once you've unlocked it, like, I feel like you shouldn't have to like continually re unlock it. Like sometimes like I just want to get behind the waterfall cause I want to go and make Sobble cry. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. Uh, that's what you have to do in order to get the four star photo of Sobble. You have to make it and Leafeon cry. Because that's, why apparently, I don't ha- that's why I don't have a four star photo of them because I refuse. Yeah, <laughs> I refuse to bring myself to do it. I Professor literally I can't. A monster, a freaking monster. So sad. I can't. I won't. I'm fine. Uh, I will. I will say. Every time I see Venusaur in a game, like in a kind of wild setting, it's always really cool. Mm-hmm. I just he just lo- he just looks. Like majestic is the wrong word, but like no, it does. He but it's just also majestic. the right word. Just, just big, just big and beautiful, and like yeah. I just love it. Uh, I what I appreciate the most about Venusaur and new Pokemon Snap, especially, is I feel he has a lot more interactions, and yeah. like he shows a lot more like range than like Charizard or Blastoise in this game. Like all Blastoise mm-hmm. does is he like he's in the bottom of the whirlpool. 
like he, you know, does some Superman stuff, which is cool. But like, yeah. you know, unless you chuck a squirrel a squirtle down into the bomb that whirlpool, he doesn't do anything with other <laughs> Pokemon. And Charizard just does like Charizard stuff in this game. Like Charizard's like, I'm a, I'm a, not really a dragon, but I'm pretending to be one. Look at me, Tyrantrum. And Tyrantrum's <laughs> like, screw off, bud. I'm trying to sleep down here. And then, um, you know, he also goes and like bothers some Typhlosion. Like he's just a nuisance, just yeah. a like a giant angry orange lizard pigeon or something like that and you know but venusaur like you know butterflies are eating out of venusaur's um you know flower like venusaur and arbok get into a stare down he gets watered by some you know uh sobble like there's a lot of stuff that you can do with venusaur like he's got like four or five interactions well you know he is truly the starter pokemon that cares (laughs) Uh, Which is like, it was like we're we're jumping ahead here, I guess. But you know, it's yeah. kind of like you see that kind of in the um, the one thing that I took away from New Pokemon Snap is of the three Kanto starters, I'm pretty sure Squirtle's a sociopath. There are so <laughs> many Squirtles that just do not react to anything that you do. Yeah, like you know, yeah. like you know, like the Charmanders, you know, very expressive. They're doing all sorts of kooky stuff in the volcano. Like the Bulbasaur is living its best life in like a uh, time displaced forest, and then you have Squirrel that just stares at you, and you're like chucking fruit at its head, and just stares at you, slowly blowing out bubbles. It's like this. I think this Squirtle is going to show up at my like little camp at night and kill me. Yeah, <laughs> and like wear my face, like. Like, I kept thinking, like, I was just doing stuff wrong with the Squirtles. Like, I've spent so much time that eventually I just started looking it up. And I was like, oh, none of the stuff that I thought would happen by me provoking them is going to happen ever. They're just going to stand there and, like, narrow their eyes at me and spit bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it. There's a squirrel that shows up in the undersea, uh, the underwater section, and it just stares there. Like, it's like it pops up. It's like you can't get to it till stage three. And all it does is look at you, man. It's creepy as hell. Like, it's it's a weird freaking Pokemon. Like I said, Squirtles, they're messed up, man. Messed up. I'm going to point to new Pokemon snaps like sociopath, you know, <laughs> sociopath and squirrel. It's an alliteration. I love it. Uh, well, let's talk. Well, it's, it's, we're talking about the jungle. Let's talk about Mew. Okay. Uh, yeah. What 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 tip what tips you have for for listeners there? I, I mean, I can tell you how to unlock Mew. It's it's deceptively easy. Uh, you'll ne- you know if you don't. <laughs> it took me four effing ever to figure this <laughs> one out. Like Mew was the last Pokemon that I found in New Pokemon Snap. I oh, knew really? where. Yeah. No, I I managed to figure out where all the other Pokemon were. Like during like the the two weeks that I had this game uh, before its release, and I found, uh, you know, before the game physically came out that Friday, I found two hundred and thirteen out two hundred and fourteen of them. So I I even knew where Mew was because I just looked in the photo decks and like he's number sixty. Uh, that's the last jungle entry, you know. Um, so I knew it was in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Screwed around, like I said, you know. Unlock the third alternate route, you know, checking things left and right, playing melodies at the ruins, like, could not figure it out. All you have to do at the very beginning of the stupid course, you turn around and you play the damn melody to the two more lol that are, you know, standing at the back entrance. And suddenly Mew just shows up. He's like, hey, what's up, buddy? You looking for me? (laughs) 
And then I was just like, I'm going to throw so many freaking apples at you, man. Looking looking backwards is one of the like most underrated like tips or tricks for this game. Yeah, you have to look backwards. It's <laughs> so backwards. counterintuitive. That, that is the number one thing. Like on Twitter, when people have asked me, like, how's Pokemon Snap going? Or like when I've been playing with my friends or like my friends who have the game, they'll text me and they'll be like, hey, what what do I do? And I'm like, have you turned around? And they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, have you literally turned around and gone through the route backwards and done like done try to make interactions happen and they're like what and then like 30 minutes later i get a text and they're like oh my god i found so many new things and i'm like i know it's so counterintuitive like you don't expect to have to do it but you have to do it yeah yeah such a smart smart thing on the on the part of the developers i mean Mm -hmm. it i mean again it's just such a simple thing but it's just not what you think of like when you're doing just like a rail um you know like a rail track kind of game oh so smart can we talk for a second uh about um how like scary trevenant is in the elsewhere forest i mean i thought he was perfectly pleasant you played a melody it cheers up right away it looks after the esper you know mm-hmm. um you know it's just a it's just a you know just a haunted tree trying to take care of other pokemon and this just, creepy foggy forest it's, <laughs> just doing just, thing. it's such a like it's it's always had i mean like it, the design by nature is fairly imposing but like you come across that thing and you're like what yeah. like it's just but it, it cracks me up because, you know, it's it is. It's like, look, here is a walking undead tree <laughs> in the fog coming for you and your soul. And like, actually, it's just trying to babysit these like, you know, freaky Esper, you know, who don't blink, <laughs> never sleep are, you know, telepathically, telekinetically moving boulders with their mind. And it's like, OK, guys, don't do anything stupid now. It just, you know, the entire all the interactions just crack me up where it's like, you play a Trevenant and a Melody and suddenly start smiling at you. Um, oh man, uh, just just great, great stuff. Like I Trevenant is like one of the Pokemon. Uh, Trevenant, I have loved Trevenant since like the very yeah. beginning. Like uh, I just I, wish he was like a stronger, better Pokemon. Well, you know, like, unfortunately, it's a Grass type, so right. <laughs> never yeah, gonna exactly. happen. <laughs> uh, back back before they tried to make the the uh, different. Uh, uh, the different types a little bit more balanced. So, like, yeah, let's give grass types like five weaknesses. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like Trevenant. Trevenant's great. Like, just a spirit of a dead kid haunting you via dead tree for all time. Just, no, but it's also there's so many of the Trevenant in that route. I'm like, how many dead <laughs> kids died in that? <laughs> it's like the meteor. You know, like the, it's not like such a dark spot like when you think about it it's like a lot of kids died in that forest <laughs> like, like it, but they're so happy when you play the music and <laughs> it's just really upsetting when you like think about it for a second oh it's great i'm uh, just like boost past them because i have all of the i have one of the four stars for the trevenant i was like i don't i'm so sorry i can't <laughs> for you it's just so it just creeps me out knowing the history behind it all right uh, but uh the forest does give us selby yes yes true 
Yeah, the Celebi, the the game, the four star Celebi. You know, for one thing, it is we we know that there are multiple mythical Pokemon out there. It is very weird to see like four Celebi like running around. Yes. Um, you know, like at, that really like weirds me out. Just like you know, like I I know they exist. Like there's multiple Mewtwo's, which makes no sense at all. Like you know, because uh, you know, literally. That thing's a, you know, a freaking clone. So unless someone is cloning Mewtwo's, you know, has like yes. a clone factory somewhere, there should not be more than one Mewtwo, but there right. is, and we know that. Um, so it's it's a little bit weird, but also it's a pain in the ass to go get all the steps to make that four-star Celebi happen. Because you have to like go, and I think you have to... I still haven't gotten it, so I'm paying very close attention right now. Uh, let me let me make sure, because I, I, I always forget if you have to hit a... Um, give me give me one moment because I I want to make sure I'm I'm actually getting it right. Um, I don't get it. I'm gonna and I'm I'm coming straight for you, Christian. <laughs> I, I don't think I I do I do have sell uh, the four star for Selby. Okay, so uh, basically you need to um you need to hit it uh you need to hit Celebi with an Illumina orb first, um and okay. then um you have to underneath when you go under the tree. So the first thing is. When you first show up and Celebi's like racing around, you have to hit it with an Illumina orb. Then when you're under the tree, you have to feed it a fluff fruit. Okay. After that, if you successfully feed it a fluff fruit and it's like uh, over by where the Applin is like hanging out at, mm-hmm. um, uh, you'll have an opportunity to feed Celebi. And then Celebi will appear um, on these like ruins as you're like making your way towards the exit. He'll pop up uh, on, I say he, even though it's a genderless Pokemon. Um, so it'll be a pop up on some ruins to the left. Um, then you need to go and throw a, another aluminum ore at the crystal bloom flower, and that will make more Celebi appear. And then uh, you need to play, um, you know, a melody and get them all to dance together. And that's how you get the four star. So it's a four. There's four steps to it. It's one of the more complicated, uh, you know, four star things. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's the entire process. It took me forever. Cause I could get Celebi all the way to the point where I could get him on the ruins. But then when I'd hit him with the crystal bloom, for some reason, it wouldn't always trigger or I'd hit the crystal bloom too late. So it would trigger before, you know, it, it, the Celebi would not show up in time for me to do the final step. Mm. Mm-hmm. The timing of it, like the hit, like I say the hit windows, but like the the timing windows for these things, it feels like I'm always doing like one of those like Final Fantasy, like press the button before time runs out. And it's like, I don't know how much time I have to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I need like a countdown. I need like easy mode. Like when you bowl and you have the rails up or something. Like sometimes I feel like I very much am on that level with this game, which is, you know, great. It's better than the other one because I recently replayed uh, Snap 64 after playing you know new pokemon snap like oh my god i've put so many hours into that game already uh and i was like oh man yeah so i mean it holds up obviously but it's you know it's not new pokemon snap (laughs) yeah new that that's the thing like the elsewhere forest I, i to be honest elsewhere forest is probably my least favorite of the um of the routes um, just because like, I know that once you unlock 
all four like all four seasons there are different ways that you can guarantee getting to them but like you know i didn't like the randomness with spring and fall um like because until you actually show up and do spring you can't like guarantee that you'll go to spring it's still randomized and that ticked me off something awful trying to like i i had like the rottenest luck um getting to um spring and and elsewhere forest it was actually the last route i unlocked so despite the fact that you know uh the forest has my bulbasaur um you know I uh, still do not like that route very much at all. Like, yeah, it's definitely my least favorite route of them all. It's, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's supposed to kind of be like a little bit like disorienting because there's obviously a forest and yeah. time periods. I mean, it's supposed to do that. Um, I just feel like the transitions could have been a little bit cooler, I guess, maybe ne- like n- not so disorienting, I guess. Um, so it's definitely probably my least favorite Maybe I just haven't spent enough time there, but uh, I've I've put quite a few hours into this game already. So I'm going to say, I mean, like I just was at the beach and my uh, fiance was like chastising me because he was like, you were literally at the beach. There are animals in front of you. There are literally manta rays <laughs> in the ocean. Stop playing Pokemon Snap. Look up. And I was like, uh, fine, fine. fine. So, that was me. Uh, Christian, why don't you give us the Pokemon fact of the week? All right. Well, we uh, we have some uh, a good one uh, this week. Uh, so uh, the so we, the funny thing is, so we're on Mew. A uh, few few interesting facts about Mew. The the first one is there's always a lot of questions about like when Mew showed up in the timeline of uh, the development of Pokemon. Mew actually was designed like the actual design of Mew. Mew came after Mewtwo. While mm-hmm. Mewtwo literally it was is a deformed clone of Mew, they did not design Mew until after Mewtwo had been designed and put into the game. The reason why Mew looks like the way it is, the decision to make Mew like a small, like diminutive Pokemon as opposed to like a, a big Pokemon, like you know, Mewtwo was specifically to help save on like on uh like physical space on the cartridge like you know they oh, didn't really? want to take up very much space in in the cartridge memory they had limited space like memory uh and so they made Mew a small pokemon so that his pixels would take up less space oh that's oh. so weird yeah so um you know obviously Mew is the kind of like uh the 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 rumor is is that parts of every pokemon to exist um, you know, uh, exists in um, um, uh, exists like you know in Mew's DNA, and um, you know, uh, yeah. So like the, that, that's kind of weird, and that's kind of reflected, you know, which makes no sense from like a technical level, <laughs> like right. you know, like oh yeah, all DNA exists inside Mew. Like no, that's creepy. But <laughs> one of the things that you know is kind of like you know Mew's design is very it's it's meant to look like an embryo like i don't think that people talk mm. about that very much um but yeah that's why it kind of like floats around it's got the little like little stubby arms um you know even its tail you know uh kind of looks like a umbilical cord um kind of like you know going off to the side and curving up and around so yeah, just uh, something for you to think about like uh, that's not exactly like a secret or anything like that but right. you know uh yeah like i don't think people talk about that uh, it's 
So, so one of the things is actually is, is really, really interesting that like, for the most part, you look at all the Pokedex entries for Mew, they all are kind of the same with like two glaring ex- uh, exceptions, yellow. So it happens a long, long while back where it goes, when viewed through a microscope, this Pokemon's short, fine, delicate hair can be seen. And it's like, okay, that's a little weird. Right. Well, like, just fine to make it clear that it's not some like, you know, hairless freak, I guess. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so so Mew confirmed ha- has fur. Uh, it is not like a one of those skinless uh, sorry, furless cats. Um, it is. Uh, it has fur, but like it doesn't come back up again until let's go Pikachu and Eevee. And Eevee yeah. <laughs> like, it, it happens in yellow and then everyone just forgets about it uh for uh for years until let's go be a dreamy when that's the one that they decide to put in yeah that's yeah it's uh <laughs> that one always cracked me up it's like it's like it it exists you know all dna exists inside this pokemon that's <laughs> right. why it can use any move by the way did you know it has fur <laughs> right. like surprise guys uh yeah no i i mean the the mew the the lore around mew always cracks me up one of my favorite bits about mew uh, isn't even in like the main games or the anime it's in the manga uh so mm-hmm. the island that mew lives on uh dirt from that island because it supposedly possesses mew dna and it's like what has mew been doing on this island for like it just to be dna is in its dirt but they actually there's a plot point where they're like yeah we've got this dirt from mew island let's use it and like that calms pokemon down like, you know, because some link between Muse DNA, it's it's like a really bizarre, like, manga plot points. Like, oh, we've got dirt from you island. Let's use it to chill these Pokemon out. And it's like, question one, I don't think that's how dirt or DNA works. And two, what has Mew been doing on this island? Why is Muse <laughs> DNA around everywhere? Like, I mean, we know it's it's shedding. He's shedding. Yeah, it's shedding. It's very delicate. <laughs> his delicate you know, fine her. hairs. It just blends in with the dirt. I mean, there's nothing weird about that. <laughs> it's just like dust, Mew dust, basically. Oh That's, man, that, that just is Mew skin Basically, Ugh, I have no idea. Me, that me, seems Mew like dander. A very yeah, literally, literally. That's it. Right <laughs> yeah, I'm curious um, to see what the anime does with Mew now coming into this new arc uh, for Pokemon Journeys. Hopefully, they give us some weird stuff. Hey, maybe the Mew Dirt thing will come up. I, I'm I'm willing Fingers to crossed. bet. I am willing to bet that how this how this will end is Go learns the lesson that you know, like he will have an opportunity to catch Mew, and he will mm-hmm. not catch Mew. Yes. He will he will choose like you know learn some lesson about you know i i I don't know like maybe i should take care of the 700 pokemon i already have (laughs) no that that would be that would be a pretty nice start of like responsibility for go i feel like that would be great and we know ultimately go is going to end up being like a pokemon professor or something that's what happens to like most of ash's friends and companions they're like ah i can't compete with you I'm going to become a professor (laughs) and focus (laughs) specifically on mew or something uh so that'll be that'll be fun yeah 
All right, we got to wrap this show up. But before we do, I do want to read some new uh, listener reviews that we've got. So if you are a big fan of the show and want to uh, help support the show, feel free to head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review, and we'll, we'll read them on the air. Today's is from T Fantasy. Uh, she says, love it. I just found this podcast, and I've loved every second of it. The fun banter between the amazing hosts that make, uh, has made me laugh c- uh, constantly. I look forward to hearing all the older episodes, and we'll be keeping up with the new ones. So thank you, T Fantasy. And and then uh, the other one we have is from Lil Kobe 320. Great podcast. I've been listening to this show since GoFest 2020. I moved back to Houston and I had nothing to do and found these guys and they are awesome. When you need info on Pokemon, this is where to get it. I love the energy uh, they all give. Just don't speak. If Pokemon Snap is worth 60 bucks, you might upset someone. Other than that, it's a great cast. And I can really relate to them all. I Speaking of that, <laughs> it's really funny because like I had like three or four people like come up to me and, and like make some like made a comment like like you know like literally like people that I had no idea ever actually listened to this and they're like and they're like man Jim's full of it with that sixty dollar Pokemon <laughs> Snap thing I was cracking up yeah, I was like I got- that's what gets you to go and say that you actually listen to my podcast is Jim <laughs> making up like nonsense about Pokemon Snap like apparently that's the line yeah I got a couple DMs of people being like just buy a Pokemon Snap definitely worth sixty bucks it's <laughs> <was> like yeah, <laughs> yeah See? it is I've put so many hours into that freaking game. <laughs> I, I will say, you know, uh, a peek behind the curtain. A lot of uh, a lot of my like bluster is usually uh, a little bit exaggerated for uh, for for the podcast. But the sixty dollar thing actually <laughs> had me heated. I you, was fuming for the rest were, of the episode. You were I was, hot. I was ticked. It's like, how effing dare you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for us today. I uh, hope everyone enjoyed uh, the show. If you want to continue the show past uh, when you listen to it each week, every Monday, you can find uh, us on uh, Twitter at Pokemon pod. CB is the show handle. Otherwise you can find me at Jim Viscardi. You can find me on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. And I'm at C Hoffer C bus. Uh, until then folks, you keep on taking those pictures. Let us see them and we'll catch you next week.